This Champions League Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. Also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20.00. Download the game time app, use the promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL, win up to 20x in one game. Using the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday. No idea. To within a week, the 20th, 14th, 19th, in the middle, 17th, Sunday, the 17th of September. Um, and yeah, it's um, we're gonna have a little look back over the Premier League weekend, which hasn't quite finished. Um, but we've got Champion League action uh, starting on Tuesday, which all of a sudden, for the first time in 20 years, is really interesting. Uh, joining me from Nottinghamshire is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. Evening, Malcolm. How are we doing? Yeah, tremendous. Um, you're, uh, you've got some new setup there. Well, we've both moved into the posh end tonight, I think, because I'm watching the red zone right here, watching the NFL. I'm guessing, is, are you doing the same thing? No, I'm still in the kitchen. I've just changed my uh, my angles. Um, you changed your angles, have you? I've, my angles. I've got a bit of a new setup. I've got tripod, ring lights, phone setup type thing. Um, and I, I, try, I thought I'd try sitting over by the back door now, so I've just changed the angle, that's all. Well, yeah, the other reason to come in here is that apparently my reception or internet was a bit shit on Wednesday night. Um, so if that did uh, annoy a few people, I'm terribly sorry about that, and we'll try our best uh, not to make it up again. The weird thing is, I've done like 150 MLB shows with like Moonaf, who lives 4,000 miles away, and it's never any problem. And then I talk to you a couple of hours down the road, Um so, yeah, um, the chat is making me laugh already. Uh, Jonathan, uh, new name in the chat. Jonathan was here uh, waiting for us. Uh, Jonathan Pearson, good evening. Courtney's turned up just to say she's not turning up, uh, which is a nice touch, Courtney. So thanks for uh, putting your putting your letter of apology in. Uh, she gave a thumbs up, but the NFL's on for Courtney, apparently. We're all watching the NFL. It's fine. Um, sweating Derrick Henry, Tennessee, uh, some other things as we speak. Um Decent weekend, the Premier League, Baz. Uh, I mean, yeah, there was some good games, wasn't there? There was some late action. wasn't hugely exciting. Newcastle scraped a win. Um, how was your? How did your weekend go? Um, started really, really well. Uh, I got off to a flyer. Can you hear me okay, Mal? Absolutely, yeah. I'll tell yeah, you if, you, if your new that. influence I set up goes wrong, Baz, I'll point you out. It, it's gone wrong. I'm off I'm off the phone already. I'm oh, has it gone both wrong already? Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know what's going on. You need anyway. me to send the IT department down, don't you? Uh, um, yeah, weekend started really well. I got off to a good start with the Liverpool. I mean, I say the weekend went really well. I feel like I've had a lot of good fortune with it as well. Um, Mate, you can't beat that. That's perfect. Yeah. But, but you need it, yeah. I mean, obviously, the Liverpool game, I took uh, Liverpool handicap. Liverpool should have probably been a couple behind that first half. Wolves played really well. Um, and then once Liverpool got back into it, it felt like there was only one winner. So late goals there got me the Liverpool handicap. Uh, and then moved on to the Saturday afternoon. Um, and I got four out of five right on those 3 p.m. games. The only one that let me down was um, Fulham v Luton. I took over two and a half and... It was a pick I never really liked that much, to be honest. But, um, you know, have to make a pick on every game. Um, yeah, I got fortunate on Spurs. I took both teams to score. So Spurs didn't equalise till very, very late on. Uh, I got fortunate with Villa money line because they scored in injury time to win that one. Um, 
Man United over three and a half was easy enough, and the Man City handicap won easy enough. So a really, really solid start. Five out of six on the Saturday afternoon stuff, and then um, Newcastle was another one where I, I, I said to you at the time I didn't, I didn't have any really strong feelings for Newcastle game either way. I thought Newcastle were a little bit too short. I didn't want to back Newcastle for multiple goals and things like that. Um, so I forced it a bit with a corners bet that didn't really get close. I needed twelve. We finished on ten, but. Three of them were in that last sort of flurry at the end where Newcastle were just defending in the corner. Um, so, yeah, two picks yesterday that weren't very good at all. Um, but five winners in amongst it made it a, a decent day yesterday. Today, uh, no cigar for me. Um, I took Bournemouth. I was a little bit unlucky. I, I didn't watch the first half, uh, but you'd messaged me asking um, what I was on and... You said I had a real life chance. I got home and watched the last half hour or so. And Bournemouth created chances right at the death. Um, last ten minutes, there was there were several chances they could have nicked it. So they were a you know it was an underdog pick, um, almost four to one. So you know you you pay your money, you take your chance with us. I could have played it different. I think, I feel like I got the Chelsea game right. Really, I, I said I couldn't. I haven't seen anything from Chelsea so far this season to suggest they should be odds on away from home. To a team like Bolton, well, we did end, mention but... the fact that they never win. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Ever. <laughs> uh, uh, so odds on away from home, Chelsea just wasn't something that entertained me. And I could have went with Bournemouth in the handicap or Bournemouth double chance and, and picked the winner. But I wanted to be bold. I wanted to go for the outsider in that one, um, and it didn't quite come off. But um, it is what it is. Um, no, there's there's worse. Right. I mean, Chelsea, there's worse four to one uh, shots that you'll take this season than that one, that Bournemouth one, Baz, definitely. Chelsea, I just. They spent. How much did they spend this window? Another 300 million, 400 million? I'd lose count. Um, but they, they don't look much better than last season. They're probably slightly better. Um, I, but I think people are over. I, I, I said at the time when they beat Luton 3-0, the next week, um, everyone was expecting it to be the same again. Um, everyone was piling on Chelsea players in fantasy football. Sterling had one good week and then he's done nothing since. Um, but I just when I watch them, I just think they still can't score. And, and as you say, they still can't win. Um, so, yeah, Chelsea's definitely one to keep an eye on for me to, to fade because I don't think they've got that much better for all the money they've spent. Um, and yeah, the difference is they've got a good manager and he's had five games. So yeah, yeah. you'd expect maybe in February that's when you'll be wanting them to go on a six, seven game unbeaten run, something like that, you know. But like Postacoglu's come in and had an instant reaction. Fair enough, good. Um, uh, Pochettino hasn't had that, but I think it probably will come. Like, Yeah, and Jonathan's saying... Um... They've got a lot of injuries. I mean, Jack, as I say, Jackson's been a a problem for them. And had Nkunku stayed fit, maybe it would have been different. But um, yeah, they're, they're still a long way off. I tell you what, who hasn't got any better as well for all the money they've spent? Bless them. Um, they don't they don't get much backing from their owners. But Man United. Oh, it's a uh, shit. No, I've got. Only, only spent two hundred million in the summer, and they've got worse. Man United have spent two hundred million and got worse. Half of mine get me yellow and green scarf out tonight, Baz, in, uh, in solidarity. And poor, yeah. I mean, terrible. I feel awful for them. Unana uh, hasn't done out. Mount never played. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, Hoyland, you've still got to give him a chance. But um, Who else did they bring in? Amrabat, still not played. <laughs> got to rise out of Courtney, Baz, so that works. Worse team now than, than they did last year. I've just read tonight, uh, apparently Juan Bissaka is now out for two months. He That's has, yeah. Thing, is they're picking up loads of injuries, aren't they? Um, Shaw's out for a while, now probably Juan Bissaka. Um, and then they keep getting players doing silly things like Greenwood and um, Sancho, Anthony. Um, so, yeah, lots, lots of players unavailable for them, but it must be a big concern. We'll come on to Man United because I've, I've covered them in the Champions League. Oh, OK. As well, so yeah, we'll come on. Um, also, Baz, you went uh, talking about the influencer setup, you went live on TikTok on Saturday. Do you want to talk us through that? <laughs> yes, I think. Uh, uh, I think I... I've just realized, by the way, Baz, who Jonathan is, he's PO. We've been having a little chat yeah, uh, yeah, in, yeah. on our Twitter page, so that makes a bit more sense now. But yeah, you went you went live, didn't you, son? 
Yeah, um, went on yesterday morning to try out the old TikTok live, um, and it was decent, to be fair. Um, I would plan to chat for about half an hour, uh, literally just waffling through the games, and people were putting in their questions or their picks that they fancied. Uh, Pio got involved, and, and, and that was massive help because he, he kept it coming ticking along as well. But um, there was plenty of people got involved. There's about 600 people dropped in over the whole hour. Wow. Um, I mean, it uh, the most... Most of it was like fifteen to twenty people in, uh, but people dipped in, dipped out, and it was it was good fun. I quite enjoyed it, so I'll be doing that every week now. So well done. I might yeah. I might try and get involved rather than just sitting doing nothing. Uh, but yeah, it was it was good to just have a bit chat. We nearly actually on the TikTok, I, I got um, a few of the people who were involved to each put out one selection on the Liverpool game. Yeah, and the first four selections were put in a bet builder. Uh, uh, okay, seven to one. So I took Sobersly two shots on goal. Someone else put Cunha up for a shot on target. They both came in. Um, cards, I think Pio put cards out as uh, four or more. That came in. The only one that didn't was Salah to score any time. So if Salah yeah. had bagged the goal, we'd have hit the seven to one bit builder on the first TikTok live as well. So uh, got a little. That's bit a good there. idea, Baz. The TikTok bit builder, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, my weekend was fine, bang average. I'm sitting here just about exactly where I started. So the bet nine units return 9.3, you know. Uh, one four, lost four with one push. Um, it was all like my building block bets that were all the 10 to 11 and five to fours. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of getting me, I was losing one, then getting me woody back on the next one. What? Take my entire weekend back to Cunha missing that header for Wolves in the, se- in the first half because I took Wolves at seven to one. Um, I felt like I handicapped it really well. Liverpool had lots of injuries, so I tired. Uh, Klopp's been moaning on about that. Um, they got backed in. I actually mentioned live line movement, didn't I, on the show? Um, a bit tongue in cheek. Um, seven to one, I backed them. They went off at seventeen to four plus four twenty five. So they really did got uh, coming in price and went one nil up. In old mate, he's got to score that header. Like um, he just completely fucked it, didn't he? Um, no, do did he? No, he just got it all. So that was the end of that, really. Um, the one one of the week wasn't miles away. Finished one nil, and Luton missed some chances. I felt like I left that one out there. Um, my only bad pick at the weekend was Man United. Uh, for some reason, I thought. In, I mean, I don't know if it was a bad pick because they played quite well early on. But if you watch match of the day, I'm not claiming credit for this analysis, but you just watch how Deserby outcoached Ten Hag after 20 minutes. Deserby worked out what had gone on worked out how to beat it and then went and executed uh, and it was absolutely outstanding like so yeah that was a good watch if you haven't watched that uh, try and track that down um, so yeah it was alright we've got one game left tomorrow uh, which is Forrest and Burnley so I've got Forrest on the money line what was your pick Baz? You... I've got Burnley oh, oh you've got Burnley oh what the fuck well that's no, that's no yeah, use to anyone at all that Barry the underdog. so yeah we'll see one of us might have a winner tomorrow uh, and we're going to have a little look on the on the Champions League. I'm going to caveat my, my Champions League picks just by saying I'm pretty new to it in terms of having a... Like, I, I would normally, on a Tuesday, Wednesday night, sit and have a bet. But this is the first time I've ever looked at it with a sort of analytical eye because Newcastle haven't been involved. And I'm normally, either say, doing the baseball, or I would just stick a tenner double on or something like a mug punter rather than having a look at it. Like, But um, we're, we're sort of learning as we go with the Champions League. Um, if anyone's in the chat and got any good picks, stick them out. I've got one small piece of lifestyle, uh, Baz, are you interested? Oh, crack on with that. So this morning, football, kids football was called off. Well, actually, we played on Thursday night instead of the day. Uh, so we had a free morning, nothing to do. So I was bored. So I went out in the garden, Baz, and thought I'd like do... I prefer the word landscaping to gardening. Uh, now, you, you're fully aware of my uh, what I'm capable of generally, or what I I'm very lazy and I'm also incompetent, but I just wanted to fill some time in till the, um, till the football started. So I was arsing her, I had a spade out, I was mucking about. And this the level of respect I get here, Baz, is the IT department was at the kitchen window videoing me to send it to all my mates, because she couldn't believe what I was doing. Same time, my 13-year-old daughter is hanging out of her bedroom window shouting, go on, fat boy. I mean, so there's, so that was that was my morning. Uh, yeah, um, I came in after about 20 minutes, all of a sweat. I just made a big pile of mud like a kid uh, and then got back to like 
Well, back in the 11. I wish my football had been cancelled this morning. Oh, did he get humped? Absolutely. Like, well, it was 10 now. 10 now. 10 now. Um, oh, dear. So you can't dress that up, Baz, can you? And the score didn't flatter them in any way. It wasn't. Uh, oh, no. Nil on wasn't it. a lucky 10 now. And, and it was a game we went into expecting to be competitive. We beat them 4 1 last time we played them. Yeah, um, I mean, we're only two games into a season where we've just moved up to 11 aside. And, and I know they played a ton of friendlies over the summer, and I think they've just adapted to 11 aside a bit more than us. Uh, we just couldn't get the ball off them. We just, uh, just shocking, absolutely shocking. Um, uh, it was it was a horror show, and we haven't had many of them. My team, to be fair, were normally in quite competitive games every week, but I was a disappointment. I had to sort of consider my future for a little while, as, as you know. We we threw the lead away six times last week, finished with a six-six draw. Uh, and then a ten goal hammering. So yeah, not not great on the grassroots. Six all, six all followed by a ten nil. Oh, dear Buzz. Uh, uh, right. News, Malcolm. I uh, yes. I had to get rid of. I had to get the pest man out yesterday. What for the lizard? We had wasps. Oh no! Where do you let the lizard out? Would he not get them? If you had wasps, the where, the wasps were in the roof. Right. So you see them going the roof tiles, above, right up above the house, loads of wasps flying around. They never came down. They never bothered us. They never come in the house. What would you do? Leave you them. leave them. Well, yeah. That's what I'd do. Helen was adamant. <laughs> so you can't let all those wasps be like running around in the loft. I said, well, we don't use the loft. The loft's closed. It never gets opened. We never, ever have any reason to go in the loft. Just leave it. They'll die off. She was adamant. So I refused to phone the pest man. Um, <laughs> So eventually she phoned and said, the pest man's coming tomorrow. It's £60 to remove it. £60? He was here 10 minutes. He sprayed well, yeah. a well, Why didn't you go and remove yeah. the wasps? Eh? What was that? Why didn't you? Did you not fancy that? Would be, it would be a better story for the show if you'd have gone and sorted the wasps out yourself. I'm not getting up a bloody ladder. Bollocks to that. You love a ladder, Baz? <laughs> I do love a ladder. Not that kind of ladder, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you see, people think this shit happens by accident. Yeah, right, we'll try and... We'll... He's right, though. You, you should just leave them alone. They die off. Oh, yeah. And apparently they don't even come back. Like, bees will come back the next year and, and re- <laughs> repopulate the nest. But um, wasps just fell off. I'd have just left them. But she, um, <laughs> it was her £60 Wasp. at the end of the day. I said, if you want to spend £60, get your purse out. If we haven't got a T-shirt with wasps just fuck off written on in the merch store this, in a couple of weeks, Baz, there's something seriously wrong with this company. Um, so, well, we'll crack on with some Champions League. I've got two games going to overtime here, Baz, in the NFL. This is exciting. Um, DraftKings. Um, another week of NFL is right in front of us. DraftKings Sports. We're keeping us going on the NFL with um, the new customer offer, bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, DraftKings doesn't stop there. All customers can take advantage of uh, two new offers every game day this September. Um, so football's more fun when you're on the action. Download the app, sign up with the code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sports Week, an official sports betting part of the NFL with the code SGP. is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sports. For details and state-specific responsible gambling resources, bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And game time, the ticket people. Um, game time, making buying tickets to your favourite events far less stressful. Get tickets for sports, music, comedy and theatre near you. Killer uh, deals, last-minute tickets, the game time guarantee. Uh, will credit 100% the difference if you can buy a ticket in the same section and all for less as well. So they've got football, hockey, baseball, uh, concerts, comedy. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CFBX. That's a new code to usual, so note that down. CFBX um, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Right. How do you want to tackle this, Baz? Um, I've taken. Four games. I did tell you, normally we often don't discuss, um, but I did tell you which four games I've done, just because we, I didn't want to double up on all of them. Do you want to go in chronological order? Do you want to go in... I've got one favourite play. Um, 
And I mean, or I've you can do whatever you like. And two from Wednesday. And I think we've crossed over on three of the games anyway. You told me. Right. So why would you do if I told you what I've done, why would you then pick the same games? Because it's not that's not how it works, Malcolm. I, if I fancy something, I'm gonna put it out there. Um and I'm not having you taken first dibs. It's not like calling shotgun on the passenger seat in the car or anything, you know what I mean? Um, well, yeah, but it's kind of implied the reason I told you was uh, you could pick different ones. Good oh, imply things, Malcolm. If you didn't want me to pick them, just tell me. Um, but anyway, I ignored you, and I did my own thing. Thank you very much. All right. Oh, well. Well, I think there's only one place to start, really, but it's actually, it's chronologically the first game off, but it's also the only game anyone's interested in in global football, uh, which is a Tuesday, 545 uh, which is oh, 12.45 Eastern time kickoff. Between AC Milan and Newcastle United, um, AC Milan have drift line movement. But I love this line movement report. Uh, I handicapped this on oh, Saturday morning. AC Milan were thirteen to ten plus one thirty. They are now uh, plus one fifty five. So they're just over six to six to four. Um, AC Milan, and that's because they got absolutely humped today. I'm guessing the doors are thirteen to five plus two sixty. And Newcastle, they were plus 187, and now plus 162. So Newcastle are 13 to 8 from 15 to 8. Um, this is Newcastle's first appearance in the Champions League in 20 years. It's very exciting. There's lots of boys and girls flying out from Newcastle Airport today. Everyone was showing their uh, the standard airport pint photograph. Uh, so we'll disappear off to Milan to stand by that monkey old canal for two days, which looks awful on the pictures. Um, is the Milan had... Um, had won three out of three in the Italian league. Uh, three really good wins as well. They'd scored 10 goals. However, they went up in the uh, the Milan derby today against Inter and got home 5-1, an absolutely terrible result. Um, in their group last year in this competition, they won half of the games. They won three or six. Newcastle had had a wobbly start. There were probably reasons for it. We hadn't had a different start the last season, but I think the expectation was higher this time around, which was the problem. Um, did OK against Brentford, grew into the game. The clean sheet was really important. Um, had a, The goal that got ruled out was awful, but did carry a little bit of luck and won 1-0. My instinct immediately here was both teams to score, um, but that was my instinct in the Brentford game as well. Um, however, it's also way too short. It's four to seven minus one seventy-five. Um, but if you think I'm giving anything else than a Newcastle winner, yeah, you're just playing stupid. Um, I've got no choice. Um, Newcastle fifteen to eight plus one eighty-seven. Um, or if that price has gone everywhere, thirteen to eight plus one sixty-two. I'm only ever picking Newcastle. Right. Um, I mean, I I start off the same way as you thought. Goals. Um, as you say, see, we're off to a good start. Three from three, but then that that, that unravelled at the weekend. I mean, Newcastle made a number of changes at the weekend. Tenali, Jolin and Isak, Almiron, all rested, so they'll all come into it fresh. I am intrigued to see how Newcastle set up, whether he's got any uh, kind of different master plan for these European games to the usual 4-3-3. Um, and also see how he, how he plans to fit Tenali back in, because, you know, most of the talk is that it hasn't been working uh, with Tenali, Joe Linton and Bruno Gamora. So, interested to see how it goes, because I thought Longstaff played quite well yesterday as well. I agree with you. I thought he was excellent. Um, I, I don't think AC Milan are a team for, for Newcastle to fear, and I think Newcastle will play on the front foot and try and set a marker in this first game. So, I don't mind being ambitious and taking a win. Um, I'll be honest, though, it's just not a game I particularly want to have a bet on uh, or even make a pick on. I just want to enjoy the game. I'm looking forward to sitting down after work on Tuesday night. Um, I've already told the parents for the girls' team that I will not be at training on Tuesday night. Um, I'll leave it to the others to, to coach them. I'm fucking hopeless anyway at coaching, it turns out, so uh, that won't make a difference. True. Uh, but I have made a pick, obviously, because this is Newcastle and, and we had to pick a, have to make a pick on this one. And I thought the goals, both teams to score um, was, was one. Um, both teams have only got one clean sheet each this season. So I think both will score, but I'll also tag on the over two and a half goals to bring it up to evens. Uh, so both teams to score and over 2.5 goals here uh, at evens is a pick for me. 
So, yeah, AC Milan and Newcastle both to score and over 2.5. These two NFL games I'm watching that have gone to overtime, Baz, but both teams, it's the Whites v. the Blues. But on one game, I'm cheering on the Whites, and the other t- game, I'm cheering on the Blues, and it keeps cutting between the two, and I have no idea if I'm coming or going. I don't know. <laughs> I'm cheering on things that are bad. I'm celebrating. I'm, uh, I'm all over the place. Like And Derek Henry anyway. hasn't hit his rushing yards, has he? It doesn't look like it's got to overtime though, so he's live. Yeah, is this the first anyway? Um, right, so you didn't like that game, but I find just one that you did. Um, young boys versus Leipzig. Um, this is a Tuesday night game, also. Uh, it's also a 7 40. It's the same time, it's the early kickoff, yeah, early game. Um, young boys at seventeen to four, three to one the draw, and eight to thirteen Leipzig. Um, I like Leipzig here. Uh, they're at eight to thirteen. Um, definitely want to add to any Akers, I think, but I like them to get goals. Also, they've been in great goal scoring form this season. They beat Bayern three 0 in the season opener in the Super Cup. They lost the first game of the season, but lost it three two, so still managed to get on the score sheet twice, and then they've won the next three. In, La Liga, in Bundesliga, sorry, scoring 11 in the process. Five competitive games so far. They've scored 15 goals. Over 2.5 hit in all of them. Um, the over 2.5 is short at, at four to seven again. But um, two players I like. I think Leipzig, minus one on the Asian handicap at evens, looks a great pick. Um or a more ambitious one, I think Leipzig to score three or more goals, uh, which they've done four out of five games so far this season. That's at thirteen to eight plus one six seven. I mean, young boys are unbeaten this season, um, and they've actually they've had five clean sheets in a row. So going against them in terms of goals might seem a little bit daft, but it's just a big difference in in the Swiss league opposition to to come up against um, you know one of the big boys from the German league. Um, so yeah, I'm taking Leipzig here. Main pick for me will be Leipzig on the Asian handicap minus one at evens. Um, so we cash that if Leipzig win by two or more, and it's a push if Leipzig just win by the, the single goal. But I do like Leipzig to get three or more goals as well at 13 to eight. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, turns out I've made five picks, pass. I've just turned my sheet over. And I've got four more on this page, so I've got five. Um, all of mine are Wednesday night. So have you got anything on Tuesday you want to crank out? You've got the PSG game, haven't you? Is that Tuesday? Oh, I shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the Tuesday night games, Baz, if you didn't know, is PSG against Borussia Dortmund, um, where PSG are 4-6, minus 150. The draw is 14-5, plus 280. Dortmund are 4-1. My answer to this, Baz, is that PSG aren't very good. Uh, they've won two out of five. They lost at home against Nice 3 2 with the weekend. Um, they play in a rubbish league, um, completely and utterly wasted time league. It's like Scotland with garlic in it, this league, effectively. That's all it is. Um, <laughs> it's like they don't often play enough games against opposition of this standard, uh, the standard that Dortmund are going to throw. Dortmund haven't started great either. Um, had won two and drawn two in the league. Did get a 4-2 win at Freiburg this weekend. Again, goals galore is too short. Again, both seems to score and over two and a half where your um, instinct plays. But yeah, like I say, way too skinny. I want to feed PSG, um, but it was hard to find how. Um, I think Bowman can get a result, but I wasn't brave enough to take them. Um on the outright market. I'm taking Dortmund plus half a goal, Baz. Um, and the reason I've done that is it's the same as pretty much... <laughs> what? What am I going to say here? It's the double chance. You've took Dortmund double chance. Yeah. Well, no, I haven't. I've taken... Because that would be two bets, Baz. What I've taken here, Baz, is one bet. It's Dortmund plus half a goal. And that is six to five plus 120. I, I, I agree it's one bet. But you just can't come back at me and tell me it's two bets in future. Well, you can because that's a draw no bet. So there's only one option for me. I'm either going to win, I'm going to lose. I'm not. There's no no bet going on. I've got a pick for the same game, um, and it's very well. It, I'll say it's very similar to to my pick in the Newcastle game, but it's it's actually identical. So I, I like the goals, yeah. And as you say, it's a bit short. Both teams are 
showing plenty of form for goals. Both teams to score, hitting the last four for Paris Saint-Germain and the last three for Dortmund. Um, last three PSG games have seen 14 total goals and the last three Dortmund games have seen 12 total goals. As you see, over 2.5 is short, it's 4-7. to seven. Both teams to score is 4-7. to seven. But like I did earlier, I'm just going to tag them both together. 5-6 to six for both teams to score and over 2.5 goals at minus 120. But I also like... Um, I'm, I'm getting on Mbappe in a score I market. Uh, 10 to 11 Mbappe anytime, and 4 to 1 Mbappe to score two or more. 16 to 1 for a hat trick. Um, he was left out of the squad for their opening game of the season, but since return, he's scored seven in four games and he's scored a brace in each of his last three games now. So he's in great form. Um, Dortmund have conceded five in their last three, so they will give up chances. And if they give them up to Mbappe, He'll take them in his current form. Um, so it's not a massive price, uh, but Mbappe 10 to 11 for an anytime scorer in a game where I think there will be a lot of goals. And Mbappe for two or more at four to one. Yeah, I did say he got both their goals the other night in that defeat uh, against Nice at home. Um, okay, uh, more to come. I'll tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Uh, Hall of Fame bets bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Uh, research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlays in the Hall of Fame bets. Parley optimizer too. You get hit rates broken down by league, expected probabilities, sore players by hit rate, and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets and underdog fantasy. I'm um, a great way to play alongside your favorite football team uh, on a Sunday night. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. Just go five for five on your unders or overs. Uh, watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash. Um, at underdogfantasy.com use the promo code SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 that's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN right I'm giving my uh, this is my lock buzz this is my pick of the week uh, I love this one as much as I said I wasn't too comfortable having a look around and uh, and finding stuff here um, I found this buzz in a heart it's, it's uh, the very bottom game on the card it's 8 o'clock kickoff on the Wednesday which is 3 p.m. Eastern time, and it's Sevilla against Lens. Lens to you, Baz. Uh, do you know what league the Lens play in, Baz? Um, it's the Scottish League with garlic. <laughs> it's league. Uh. You need to practice. Come on, I'm trying to get you to practice your league. Uh, remember? League, league, um, yeah. yeah. Sevilla are 11 to 13. Um, I haven't wrote that. That was about minus 115. But it was 5 to 2. Um, and Lens are 16 to 5. 3 to um, Sevilla not a great start of the season they played three lost three until the day they beat Las Palmas 1-0 the day um, did you notice all the Las Palmas players missed that flight I saw that um, uh, you retweeted that did you see that they all went for a, they all went for a coffee just as the gate was closing not about eight of them went for a coffee just as the gate was closing they all missed the flight to Seville um, but they're just a different uh, so they got that win over Las Palmas um, but they're just a different proposition in Europe, Baz. I mean, they won Europa League for the hundredth time last season. They always win that thing. Um, and the main handicap here, Baz, is that Lons are absolutely cack. Um, they're 19th in League Um, They've had one home draw and three away defeats. Um, that was before this weekend, actually. They lost 1-0 at home to Mets. So that's one draw, four defeats. Um, they conceded three goals in every away game that they've played. And that's all I needed to see. Plus, the Spanish league is a whole lot better than the French league, which is just another form line to go through. Like I say, Lens were playing teams like Mets, who were bang average. I mean, Mets would be a championship team, and they're turning Lens over at home. Um, so I'm really just taking the relative merits of both teams, not historical Euro form or anything like that, but... Decent team in a decent league against a team who were woefully out of form coming from a poor league away from home where they've been terrible. Severe at 11 to 13, Baz, uh, am I player of, the, uh, player of the day? Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I haven't gone 
to that game, but you've talked me into that one. I, I like the sound of that, definitely. Um, next one up for me, and I know you've got this game covered as well, so I'd be really interested to see where you've gone on the Arsenal of the PSV game. Um, I've got the same as you, I reckon, Buzz. Arsenal v PSV. Arsenal, oh, what price are Arsenal? Something really, really... Two to five. Two to five, Arsenal. 15 to four, the draw. And 15 to two, PSV. Um, Arsenal, I just think, are so short that that, that it, it makes me instantly want to find a way to take PSV in some fashion. Um, the obvious way for me was on the handicap. PSV on the handicap. Arsenal have only won one game this season by two or more. And that was thanks to two injury time goals versus Man United. So that, that came really, really late. The three home games they've had so far, they've not kept a clean sheet. Man United scored. Fulham scored twice. Forrest scored. So, you know, there's no no big form for them managing to keep teams out necessarily. Obviously, they kept a clean sheet against Everton the day, but everyone does. Um, but PSV are in really good form, albeit in the Dutch league. Um, I know it's not as competitive, but they haven't lost a competitive game since back in February. I think that was Sevilla, actually, who beat them in the Europa League. Um, they've only drawn three games in that time as well, so it's lots of wins. They've just had back-to-back 4-0 wins. They put seven past Rangers over two legs, and they put seven past Sturm Graz over two legs in the qualifiers. Now, obviously, Arsenal's a step up, but this is a team who's been winning form uh, with a winning mentality in great form domestically. And I just think they can come to Arsenal and, and have a go and at least get a goal. And if they score here, I think they can cover the handicap. PSV over 1.5 on the Asian handicap is 4-5. to five. Um, I mean, the two teams played each other last year twice in the Europa League. They knocked Arsenal out. They, they beat them 2-0 at home. And Arsenal only managed a 1-0 at the Emirates. So they would have covered that, that handicap there. Um, so the main the main pick for me, I think PSV over one and a half Asian handicaps a great bet. Um, but I'm I'm also going to have a little bit on PSV to score two or more at three to one. And PSV on the money line is not a bad price, fifteen to two. It's ambitious. I, I know it's a big step up from who they play week to week. Um, but again, as I say, they're just in good form, uh, and and fifteen to two against an Arsenal side who haven't really hit the same levels they were at, you know, last season at a, at a peak, I think I think it's a great price. Um, it's worth worth having a little go on them as an underdog as well. So, yeah, I mean, a few things there. Uh, uh, the main pick for me would be the handicap, I think, is the safest play. But I don't mind taking PSV to grab a couple of goals or, or PSV on the money line for, for small stakes. Um, completely at the other end, Baz. Absolutely at the other end. Arsenal, uh, Asian handicap is my ticket, even money. Um, even a first half, um, Arsenal, Asian handicap minus one and a half is 22 to seven plus 315. Um, Arsenal not been breathtaking, but they've been functional, which is exactly what happened again today. I think if Martinelli's injured, that it knocks a little bit off them, but, um, PSV have won four or four, or it might be five and five. Now they've won again four nil. But again, it's just a different proposition. I mean, they qualified by beating Rangers. The game in Scotland finished 2-2, Baz. We've already discussed what a dog shit league. We've just seen Aston Villa beat Hibs 1,000-0. I don't know what point that four like the Rangers is anyway competitive. That's biggest for you. Went to Rangers and drew 2-2. And now going to Arsenal. I'm not buying it at all. Uh, yeah, I, I have the, the notes that you've written down about you wrote my league and that. Arsenal are ready for this. Arsenal are absolutely ready. They haven't played in the Champions League for a long time. It's about seven years or something. Um, so they'll absolutely hit the ground running here. Uh, they're going to be bang up for it. So yeah, uh, going totally the other way. Arsenal, uh, two nil up by half-time. Asian handicap and first half Asian handicap, Barry. Uh, we were on the complete opposite side of Arsenal today as well, because I thought today Arsenal would go and run Raya, uh, and you went the yeah. way on that one. So we we were complete opposites, and you got it right that time. Uh, and we've switched. Now you think Arsenal will be uh, <laughs> lively, and, and I don't. Uh, PSV are a better side than Everton. If you put PSV up against Arsenal, um, uh, up against Everton, they'd probably beat them. Um, i tell you what, like, I know we've... We've moved on from the Premier League chat, but fucking Everton, Jesus. Gary Neville at the end of the game described their performance as basic, like which is one of the like 
and he was absolutely spot on. Like I think Sean Dyche, he's got better players than that. They, the players deserve more than what he's asking them to do. Like he's asking them to set up like it's 1962. Get four big fucking farmers at the back. Get another two up front and just run it. The players are better than that. They could not keep the ball. It was hot potato. They had no intention of keeping the ball either, by the way. Um, and they were happy to win, to lose one now. That was their plan. Like, if they didn't lose one, that would be a miracle. And Sean Dyke just got a lot to answer for there. Like, um, they deserve better, absolutely. Um, I talked about this on the, um, on the TikTok, actually, because Pio had mentioned he'd been shortened right in um, from about five to two last week to something like four to five favourite for the next one to get the sack. Yeah. Um, and I'd said, I think some of that's probably because they've got new owners now just been taken over. Um, and as always the case, you get a new owner, they might have their own ideas and probably they've got less loyalty because it wasn't their man. It's easier to get rid of him. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they do make an early change. Um, but I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what right. I think. Circling yeah, that, that's absolutely circling the drain. Um, I've got one more game. Baz, where do you stand at this point? Ah, uh, you've got one more game, and I'm going to go up next. Even okay. Josh has just popped in. Hello, Josh. Um, right, I've I've got my Bayern Munich versus Man United, Malcolm. Um, yes, good game to cover. I just felt I had to because Man you are such a shambles. That's funny, isn't it? <laughs> um, we get to talk about Man United again, and you just enjoy that. I don't know who uh, Josh supports. Josh should let us know because he's a regular. I'm not. Well, it's always nice to know who your audience is in the live chat before. Yeah, just start. so we don't slag them off. We'll slag them off when they're not here. I'll start writing it down, Baz, when they're not in. Like Nick's not here. We'll give Man United loads, but. Uh... Um, but yeah, Bayern Munich eight to fifteen. Uh, the draw seven to two, and Man United nine to two. I mean, one one bet that just jumped off the page to me was was. Uh, it's somewhere I often look, I go straight to the Asian handicap and see where the bookies have got this sat um, because you can see exactly where they think the even money plays. Um, I mean, I just can't think of any positive way to look at this from a Man United point of view. They're in a complete mess. I said earlier, they've spent 180 million or something and they've got worse. Um, since the 1-0 versus Wolves on the first weekend, they've conceded 10 goals now in four games, conceded six in the last two. And now they're going away to a Bayern side who've just scored 11 in the last four games. Um, I mean, Bayern had a poor result at the weekend. They, they drew with Leverkusen 2-2. But honestly, I just can't make a case for Man United here. And Bayern on the Asian handicap, minus one at 10-11, just looks like a, a really, really strong play for me. I, I, I love that pick because I can't see anything but a Bayern win. And I think Bayern will be able to score... Several goals in the same way that Brighton could, in the same way that Arsenal could, in the same way that Forrest could put a couple past Man United. Um, Tottenham. Away from home as well, you know. that We know their best form is, is at Old Trafford. And they haven't even been very good at Old Trafford this year. Um, so, yeah, buying on the Asian handicap, minus one at 10 to 11. So you need buying to win by two to win, but you push if they only win by one. But also Bayern Munich to score three or more at 11 to 8, uh, plus 137. I, I just think it could unravel for Man United here. They're, they're at a low ebb. They're not playing well. Pressure's on them. Um, lots of injuries. See, it sounds like Wan-Bissaka's going to be out now. Um, I think it could get messy. Uh, Bayern to score three or more at 11 to 8 is another one I like. Um, so, yeah, I'll be playing Bayern on the Asian handicap and Bayern to score three or more. Um, yeah, I didn't look at this game at all, Baz. But um, I mean, we we have talked about Manchester United, and it's not like um, what, what I'm struggling with. Man United is where where's the improvement coming from? Because Ten Hag's had a long time, and I think I said before, like you instantly see what Postecoglou is attempting to do. Um, you could always see what Arteta was attempting to do. Um, you can even see what Sean Dyche is attempting to do. Uh, that's fairly obvious. How and Iriola at Bournemouth and teams like that. I've got still got no idea what Ten Hogs trying. What what Man United are supposed to be like? Rashford flashed yesterday again. He looked quite good in bits. He was getting some. Um, he was getting some stick for um, for not passing the ball. I'm just going to have to cut off there. Do you remember I said the other day? Simmons can't join the uh, comments. 
but he would said he's just texted me and said scratch your nose. So I'm assuming he's sitting in the house, unable to get on. And he just wants me to send a signal that I've got his message. So here we go, Simas. This is me scratching my nose. <laughs> Barry, scratch your nose for him as well. Um, so, yeah, Rashford flashed, but I just don't know what they're trying. He tried that diamond yesterday with completely the incorrect personnel. Uh, Casemiro's ambling around like a 45-year-old, according to Gabriel Bonloho. Bruno Fernandes ended up playing right back. Um, the whole thing's just a mess like Baz. I just don't get it. And it's not just me being an idiot, dickhead, taking the piss out of Man United. That's great. We all enjoy that. But this is genuinely, because I do the same with Tottenham and Arsenal, but you can see what they're trying to do. Um, and I just don't know where Man United are going. Like, um, And i got one more game, Baz, and this is my dog of the uh, week. And the game is going to be Galatasaray against Copenhagen. Uh, Galatasaray are 3-5, minus 166. The draw is 60-5, plus 320. And Copenhagen, who are going to be my pick here, are 17-4, plus 425. Um, I think it's just the, the the teams and the leagues that they come from are closer together than the prices suggest here. Galatasaray have won three or four, uh, four or five. Now they won 4-2 uh, against Samson Spore yesterday. Now, they won the league last year. The year before that, they finished 14th in the table. Um so they're, they're lacking a season of recent European experience. And again, that league's it's fun and wild. And um, there's a lot of insane stuff goes on in there. But it's not hugely competitive. And the, the Turkish teams are notoriously awful, awful travellers in Europe. I get that this is home spot. You get the welcome to hell and all that stuff. Um, I just think anywhere you go now in modern football, it's just slightly more asinine. Um, Copenhagen... Uh, perennially win the Danish league they're well versed in Champions League football last year they drew three and la- uh, lost three in the group they have a tough, tough, really tough group they had Manchester City they had Dortmund they had Sevilla uh, they won six of eight in the league um, it was six or seven before uh, today they got an away draw today Galatasaray were a step down from the sort of top level Champions League teams um, and I just I just don't think there's much between them but I thought if, if I see the Galatasaray have won, I will not be surprised. But I thought Copenhagen should be closer to a 5-2 to two shot or something than uh, than over 4-1. So I'll take a little punt on Copenhagen, Baz. Nice. Have you got anything else? Do you put any hackers, scorers, anything like that? I did put in... Uh, I've got a goal scorer, yeah. Uh, well, I've got... I, I combined my goal scorer in, and Akka and made it a goal scorer, Akka. So... Uh, I'll call you. I'll put well, you put your score out first, Malcolm. My score, if um, I'll give you a few clues here, Baz. He's a bit of a uh, he's a bit of a sure favourite. You picked him on several occasions, and I think it was Europa League and possibly World Cup that you threw him out a few times in. Anything? So it must be an Arsenal player. No. No, oh, no, it's from a, oh. it's from some of them some of them there foreigners, Baz. Yeah, it's Barry. Well done. Barry wins. Uh, yeah, the answer is Yusuf Endesiri. Um, yeah, a bit of a show favourite. Um, I've given out the fact that I think Sevilla will smash the daylights out of Lons. Uh, and therefore, Nasiri is 7-2 first and last. And plus 130, 13-10, anytime goal scorer, Baz. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I'll definitely have a go. As you say, he's come good for us in a few few games over uh, over the last year. Um I've gone with like proper goal scorer favourites, but chucked them in a treble and a fourfold. So I've gone for Kane because uh, Bayern are going to run up a score. And Bappe will definitely score. And just chuck in Lewandowski for Barcelona, who are playing against, is it Braga, I think? Um, Kane and Bappe, mm. Lewandowski, they are all obviously big favourites, but 92 plus 450 for the three of them. And then chuck in another big favourite at, at Napoli, OC Men. That takes you up to ten to one for a four-team, uh, four-player parlay. So, Kane, Who's Lewandowski play for now? Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah. Uh, Antwerp, that is, but uh, Antwerp is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kane and Bappe Lewandowski uh, treble nine to two, and add in Osimhen for a four-timer ten to one. Champion. Um, well, like I think you, we've done it, Buzz. I think uh, I would also caveat my Champions League picks with the fact that. Um, I wasn't feeling it. Like, really? I, I found it difficult. Um, 
out of my comfort zone a little bit. And I think the more the Champions League goes on, um, I'll get a bit more of a feel for it and, and have a bit more knowledge of some of these sides. But uh, it was a difficult first week. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The, you know, immensely so. Can't wait for it to kick off on Tuesday. But uh, I just think being honest about this, Baz, because... Like the last week, I wouldn't. I'll sit down on Tuesday and Wednesday and watch the all the Champions League games this week. Uh, and I haven't done that for years because we've not been in it. And sometimes you need a bit of time off from you know if you've been Premier League all weekend. Then there's been Monday night games, and I'm still doing the MLB. And I would rather have sat in at a Championship acker or a League One acker than sit and watch firing all the Celtic or whoever it was. For however, I haven't had BT Sport, so I just haven't had been able to get it on. I've got the old fire stick now, so I would probably watch more. But for several reasons, yeah, I've just not really been into it. But that doesn't mean we can't sit here and learn together and throw out some picks and hopefully be better on match day six than we were on match day one. Uh, so, and when we've got nine out of nine bars, it just shows that uh, we're very shrewd young men, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've got um, something, um, I've got a challenge for our listeners. Um, you know, I love setting challenges for reviews and likes and all of that sort of thing. So a few weeks ago, I said we had uh, 48 reviews on Spotify and, and we needed to get to 50. And and people listened and they went and they done it. And within a week, we got up to 65 or something. So 17 people went and left us a five-star review, which was brilliant. Yep. Last week, I said we were seven subscribers short on YouTube of hitting 300 subscribers. And we've now got 310. So 17 people listened, subscribed, done it. Nice. So keep doing those two things. Um, this week, I'm going to push the Apple uh, reviews. Because Apple okay. reviews, you can give a five-star review, but you can also say a few nice words. And I know from our download numbers that there are hundreds. Apple, the, the, the majority of our listeners and downloads all come from uh, people who are listening on Apple. So if you are on Apple and you can't leave us a review... Um, because the bosses get to see those reviews on Apple as well. They show up, don't yeah. they? In the, company, uh, they do. in the company chat. So, yeah, if you're on Apple and you can't leave us a review and you haven't done so already, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. If you would like me or Barry to scratch any part of our body live on air, then uh, put that in the review and we'll do it next week. No problem. <laughs> uh, we'll have a right good scratch for you. Um, anything else, Bas, to tell the people before we go? Uh, no, I want to know about your... Um, Container ship full of Lego story. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's time or place now. It's not great. Now I'm going to keep it, Buzz. Right. That's fine. Let's F- 53 minutes in. People are fatigued. It's Sunday night. You know, we'll save, we'll save it for Wednesday. Uh, right. Okay. Um, the IT department's going to London for two days, so I'm left uh, fighting for myself, Buzz. It's going to be like... Uh, Cast away here for a couple of days. It'll be like me and Wilson the volleyball by the time she gets back on Wednesday morning. Um, thanks everyone for listening, Courtney, uh, you, uh, Josh, and Simmers. If he's still Simmers, should be in bed. Frankly, he's got to be up early. Um, thanks everyone. Um, enjoy the Champions League. We will. If you're a Newcastle fan, good luck. If you're off to Milan, uh, get amongst it. Um, really looking forward to it. Good luck to Newcastle. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday night with our uh, review of what's going on, although the Champions League will be um, live, so we'll be able to sweat some stuff live but, um, as, we're, as we're recording the Premier League pick show. We'll be back with the Premier League pick, same time, 8.30 on Wednesday night. Um, until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. 